Hey fam, here we go. It's May 24th and the title of tonight's devotion is The Hindrance of Harbored Sin. The verse, Romans 6, 6. Our old self was crucified with him in order that our body of sin might be done away with. And the devotion, do you realize that harbored sin is one of the greatest hindrances to hearing the voice of God? Don't just dismiss that as something you know. Take it seriously. Habitual sin clouds your mind, doling you from hearing what God has to say to you. Of course, we all sin and fight battles with temptation. However, there comes a point when we pass from committing a sin to harboring it, embracing it as part of who we are and what we're entitled to. Mm -hmm. This happens as God addresses something in our lives and we ignore him. He tells us, this is hurting you but I want to set you free and truly meet that need in your life. Let go of this destructive habit. You know what exactly, wait, you know exactly what that is because it immediately comes to mind, but you've become enslaved to it, so you refuse to let it go. That harbored sin is clouding your vision, dividing your mind, and distracting, distracting from the abundant life your father desires for you. He has better for you. Let's say that again. He has better for you. So let go of that sin. Get the accountability and help that will help usher you into freedom. And trust God to fill your needs in a more profoundly satisfying way than you've ever imagined. And the prayer, Jesus, I repent. Help me to be free. Amen. Mm. Ooh, man, I've, I've never really... I've never really like heard it like that before where it's harboring it the hindrance of harboring sin it's it's just really it's like a, a deeper level than I've ever and I've been I mean even you and I talked about that in my younger years and I was always a believer but and like we said yesterday I was always like faith filled yeah like god god is a good god he'll always forgive me I'm a good I'm a good human being, um, but then Brittany, without doing it on purpose, with, would you yeah. say you were kind of abusing grace, which is like such a strong yeah, term? Yeah, yeah. Would you kind of? Oh yeah. Well, it's like it it's like, like driving in a car without your seatbelt on. It's like, oh, God's got me, you know. Yeah, and, and, and then it's like, well, you, you're still foolish. being foolish. <laughs> yeah. And then I remember you're like, well, like, do you feel conviction for that? And I'm like, no. And you're like. Well, Isn't that- don't you don't you see that that's there's a problem there, right? Like you're you're committing a sin and you don't feel conviction. And I was like, was, ooh, yeah, yeah, like what? Yeah, that's you're right. Ooh, I gotta I gotta get with him and figure out why I'm driving this car without a seatbelt on. You know, it's just foolishness. Yeah. Uh, what were you gonna say? Though? I was gonna say we were on two opposite ends of the spectrum, like. Now I think we've really yeah. closed the gap and like come together the way we view things and we've yeah. really helped one another because I think you were on the end of no remorse, <laughs> not no remorse, no you remorse, did feel bad, but, but like, it was oh, like not that, it wasn't like conviction, it wasn't the, I don't think you had had the revelation of, yeah. oh, sin crushes God's heart and if I love him, I don't want to hurt him. Yeah. So every time I do this, I'm walking into it like, ah, oh, he's going to forgive me and he's like, yeah. Kellen, it hurts me and I'm on the far other end that's like, 
You do oh, one this, bad thing. This it's breaks like, God's heart. This breaks God's heart, and then He forgives me, and I'm like, no, 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 that was too easy. Let me keep. <laughs> you like punish yourself exactly. And she's like, like, no, you're good. I'm like, you, I'm undeserving of grace, and you're like, give it all, waterfall <laughs> grace. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, yeah. So, I, I really like this part where it says, "Take it seriously. Habitual sin clouds your mind, mm-hmm. dulling you from hearing what God has to say to you." And it's it's just so interesting where it's like, where it says, this is hurting you and he wants to set you free and he wants to give you, like sin, sin, sin is, sin tastes good, right? It feels good. It, it, yeah, or, we like, or you it. wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. You know, it's that, that, that chocolate covered Sunday of, mm-hmm. you know, feelings if you love that stuff. And, you know, if, if it didn't taste, if it tastes bitter, you know, it's like I eat pickles and Brittany doesn't like pickles right now because she's pregnant, so to speak. But it's, it's like well, you know, but or maybe that was last pregnancy. We're just like, yes. you're like, oh, get out of the room. Like, please, no. You know, if, if sin was like that, we wouldn't do it because no. there's no point. But because it, some things feels like you're eating a, a you know, a filet mignon steak or, you know, whatever your your vice is or the thing that you just love that, that you salivate to. Yeah. Um, and not all sins that way, but it's just like, you wouldn't want to do it. And then when you create a habit of it and then you, I I like where it said, you like try and justify it. Like, um, where's that? But you've been enslaved to it. Um, accountability for, you know, entitled to it, uh, embracing it. So, however, there comes a point when we pass from committing a sin to harboring it, embracing it as part of who we are. And what we're entitled to. Yeah, that's good. The entitled to. Like, oh, you know, I deserve I deserve to do this. I think some people, even in relationships, if they yeah. feel like they are the one giving 90% and I'm only getting 10%, well, I deserve uh, to do this, you know, or I'm not getting love filled up in the way that I deserve. So I'm going to go yeah. off and and drink or smoke or, you know, do whatever habit your other person doesn't want you to do uh, because, I mean, it's selfishness at the other day. Yeah. I think also in in terms of, like, relationship or, like, sin, you know, if you have a conviction, if if God has really, if you are serving God and you have a conviction of, like, well, I know, I know I'm not supposed to have sex before marriage. Like, I know I'm not, I know I shouldn't be living as though I'm married even though I'm not, but this is another time. This is another, you know, it's not yeah. biblical time. And you justify Everyone's it. Everyone's doing feel, it. Yeah, which is true. And I, there's no yeah. shame in in that, you know, if you're doing that. It is a hard world to grow up in. Yeah. And I think dating, to be perfectly honest, like dating isn't in the Bible. That's not the way it used to be done ever. So it's not like we have a rule book or a guide or a manual as to how yeah. to date. So it's challenging. So I, I empathize and dating sucked. I hated it. And <laughs> I remember, I can't remember. <laughs> I liked it. Oh, I mean, sure but, you but, did. but, uh, you know, it, it you just, did. I realized, I realized like once we got married, I was like, man, I'm glad I don't have to date anymore. Cause date, yeah. it's a lot of work. And it's, of course, well, the fun parts, the are flirting fun, parts, but fun, the but, the but you know, is... once you get married, you still get to flirt. Like, we it's flirt true, all the time. Yeah. Which I love. Um, I just remember it's like sin takes you further than you want to go. It costs you more than you want to pay and it keeps you longer than you want to stay. Say that again. Sin takes you further than you wanted to go. 
costs you more than you wanted to pay. Yeah. And and you and makes you stay longer than you wanted to stay. And yeah. it's like when you first sin, yeah. that's what you're saying. It's great. Like sin if sin wasn't fun or feel, felt good or whatever, we wouldn't do it. Yeah. But the hard part is that it starts with a small thing. It's like that quick little yeah, fix, right? It's, yeah. it's that, oh, it feels good right now, you know, but then it's, it's like a hunger. Right? Well, Drinking's no, fun, but then you do we're it no match. Way. We're no match for sin. We can't, we, yeah. without the, without Jesus, without like the blood of the, <laughs> that was shed on the cross, we can't overcome sin. So we yeah, are enslaved yeah. to it. And I think that that's the thing is like, you know, people read verses of like, oh, you're a slave to Christ or enslaved. And they're like, I don't want to be a slave to anything. Guess what? You get to pick your poison. I mean, for lack of a better term, it's not like the other one is poison. <laughs> yeah. But like, you're going to be a slave to something. It says, I think it was Paul that wrote, you know, a prisoner of hope. You can be, you can be a, in a pr- literal prison, but you choose what you're imprisoned to. And it's like, you can be enslaved to sin or you can be a slave to Christ. Like you get to decide the life that you want to live. Yeah. That's the beauty of free will. But for me, I, I mean... I think the interesting thing, and I and I wanted to ask you this, if even though we had different like sin journeys, I guess, with <laughs> grace and stuff. Yeah. But I wanted to ask you because I feel like, I feel like, for me anyway, the the moments in my life that I kind of look back and was like, oh, I kind of harbored sin in that I just committed to it. It wasn't because. I was really feeling, F you, God, I'm just going to go full blast. It was, no. I had sinned, I had fallen more times than I wanted to. And that's when shame came in and condemnation came in to the point where I just embraced it because I'm like, I'm not good enough for mm. the life God has for me. So I might as well just go full force and just own this because I've already messed up too much, which is not biblical yeah. because it, literally God's right there. Repentance is just re to return, pent to the top. All you have to do is just sincerely repent like the prayer said at the bottom and you're back You're back in right standing. Now, there might be consequences to your sin that go longer than just a quick repentance. But I think for me, because we have other friends and I don't know really that I know their personal journey, but I know that they've really, like some of our friends, and I think me just saying saying what I'll say, you'll know who I'm talking about, have fully embraced a certain, you know, sinful lifestyle, we'll just say. And I don't know if it's because they just feel like, oh, I've fallen too much, or if it's like that entitlement thing of like, oh, I deserve this, or if they have anger at God, like we talked about in last night. So like, I don't know what their journey is, but I know mine, when I kind of just said, fine, I'm going to harbor this, I'm just going to commit to this lifestyle, or just wasn't because I sincerely wanted to. I almost felt like I didn't really have a choice because I had kind of, I'm not, I'm no longer good enough for this life. So by default, this is the only one left for me. So I can just, I just, it was just such a lie, right? It's deception. Oh yeah. Big lie. Yeah. I just think. Yeah. It's it's weird when people have experience, they like they've actually, like I have so many friends who like, haven't heard from Jesus and or like heard had an encounter encounter, yeah but they're so like still walking in faith and then I've had other friends who have had numerous encounters they've seen people get healed they've they've witnessed this they've seen angels you know and 
it's that's factual to them and yet they are choosing to live the lifestyle of oh you know i'll get right with god later once i'm yeah later on like once i'm done having my fun in whatever way that is but you can't knowingly keep on sinning you know, well, there that, will be there will be consequences, and I mean, sin. There's leads consequence to death, in, in this, yeah, in this life, so, and then there's judgment in the, the after, and the next, and it's it's one of those things where you gotta really, you know, or yeah, or there's people that I knew who like didn't want to, like they knew of being a believer, and they just didn't want to pursue it until they they were done creating this sin that had them so entrapped. Yeah. And it's like, well, God's the best, like, freedom thing, well, like, to get you out of it. Like, you, you pursue him, you'll get out of it. But do you really want, like, you really have to ask yourself, do you really want to be set free? Yeah. A lot of us say we do, but. You have to make that decision. Yeah, with I think heart too, and though, mind and soul and spirit. And we've talked about this many times. There are so few churches and so few places that really do move in the literal power of God, like that same spirit that yeah. raised Jesus from the dead. So you can have a little taste of it in worship, like, wow, I feel the presence of God. But I think, like, when he, like, when his presence really shows up, like, legit, yeah, and you have to make a decision, I don't really blame people for kind of being stuck in sin you know, the ones who haven't encountered, because it's like, oh... You don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't, you don't know. know. And it's yeah. like, otherwise, you're... I I don't... I, I watched a live with Alex Seeley and Christine Kane today, and, and they were talking about how they've been in ministry for decades, and they have... Not only have they not burnt out, they're still more on fire than ever because they had an encounter... Yeah. ...that changed their life. And it's like... And I don't know... Remember well, now they have... Was. They keep on having multiple ones, right? Yeah. And where it just keeps on... Whoa, this is cool. Like every new convention convention or uh, conference conference that they do, it's like it's just so cool. Watch God move and it's always in a new different way that's so exciting. But someone was like, I didn't sign up for a club. I didn't sign up for a religion. I didn't sign up for a fad or like I didn't sign up for a none of those. (laughs) You know? Like but I think some people get saved because they're like they feel they get a taste of it. But not a full encounter. And so then it's uh, like they show up and they go to church because it makes it... I mean, there's there's parts of God in there. And so it makes you feel good. And you do get closer to him. And it does something, period. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. But it doesn't transform you. And I think that that was another thing they talked about was um, transformation versus behavior modification. Like you get into something and you're like, ooh, and your your desire is I want to live for Christ, right? Or I want to live for God. I want my behavior to change. Or, you know, I want I want to be this. And you see and you look up to people. The problem is behavior modification, a.k.a. just changing the way you speak or what you listen to. Like those things are fine and good. But if you haven't had a legitimate heart transformation, yeah. eventually... That stuff's going to kind of taper off and that sin or old behaviors are going to come back in because there wasn't an actual, like we talked about a however many nights ago, you know, there's the root of the issue, like the actual trash. And then there's the rats, which are the kind of branches, you know, the symptoms of it. And you can wipe away the rats. Like you can get a broom and swat them away. You can set traps. But if you don't clear the trash. I mean, you can kill all those rats. Yeah. They're going to keep coming back. More are going to come back. 
So and other vermits, vermins, vermins. Vermins? Yeah, I think it's vermin, that. but I don't even know. Yeah. But anyways. Well, yep. <laughs> That's <laughs> that was good. That was all really good. The uh, prayer. The prayer. Jesus, I repent. Help me to be free. Amen. And man, being free from... Nothing like it. There's nothing like it. I mean, sin might be fun and you might feel it, but it's heavy, especially when you know you're doing something wrong. Yeah, if you've embraced it. When you're like, life is short. So Mm -hmm. in a lot of sin, like people do behind closed doors and they, they do it in isolation. And so you're by yourself doing whatever you're doing it's it's actually robbing you from community. It's robbing you from yeah. time with your loved ones. I mean, other things that you'd rather be doing. And it's it's like the more you, you're healthy, the better you are. You really are. And the more free you are. So yeah. repent and get free. Amen. We love you guys. Good night. Good night.